body of believers. So what I'm, what I'm doing here is I'm just saying, hey, if, if you have a strong sense, or even just, if you have a dream that seems kind of weird and it's related to church or something, please pass that along to myself, to Liz Ball, and to Katie and our elders. If, you, if you've been praying and saying, hey God, what are you saying to us in church? What direction are you taking us this year? Please pass it along. I've got, I've got some things in my heart that I said the Lord was saying that I'm really excited about. But I asked the Lord for some confirmation, and He said, I'm going to give you some confirmation. So, um, would you just consider doing that on behalf of, of us as a church? Just asking the Lord, hey, God, what are you saying to us this season? What do you have for us? What do you, you want to be in line with Jesus? So, I'll try to get to preach here. Jesus is the head of our church, right? And as Paul says over and over again, we are to be led by the Spirit. Christianity is not a religion. It is a relationship with God. It is, it is the truth. Okay? So we as a church want to be led by Jesus. I do not know everything about how to run a church, guys. I don't know all the answers about how to reach people in this area. I don't see who is not confused. He's my friend. He's got infinite wisdom, power. We have access to him. 24-7 a day. And as we come together as a people, right, in unity, God will lead us for the purposes he has for us, especially this new year. Can we make on that? Yeah. We're not alone here, right? We're the people of God. All right. Not too excited. I'll move on, okay? Come on, you got to give me a little more if you want more of that, okay? If it's good, you gotta, you got to give me some energy because then I can give you some more of the good stuff, Okay? Alright, let's pray. Our Lord, I'm just asking for your help today. As always, we need you to show up if anything of any significance will happen in this next day. Whatever how long your parents are praying is going to Okay. So Lord, we just say, Lord, keep it concise. I just pray it would cut us right to the heart and you would, you would just flood your love and your truth into our hearts today. Holy Spirit, would you just reveal the goodness and the greatness of God that God is great and good you are the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father with you. Declare that image. Put that into our hearts. Those who just have a passion to live life as you do. Thank you, God. Jesus name. Over ten years ago, a buddy of mine who I was living with at the time, uh, his name is AJ, started an event called the Day One Run. AJ and I have been teaching together for a number of years at Manchester Crescent Middle School and High School, and he was also the cross-country coach. And he just wanted to kind of do something fun and gather some of his runners and other people in the community that he knew that were runners in the town of Manchester and Essex, and just, just have some fun on the first day. So he decided to organize this event, and got them together to meet up at the city beach. The plan was just, hey, we're going to meet up at the beach, we're going to go for a run, come kind of around those, those, all those beautiful mansions, three city beach, and then we're all going to jump in the ocean. First day of the year. And so he kind of invited me to do it. I'm not, I look like a runner, but I'm not a runner. Uh, just, just standing over the bank, too much of a wind. And so we all gathered, you know, with these kids, these runners, some basketball players, you know, just a bunch of kids, kind of run around, run around the walk, you know. And there's always kind of that moment as you're, as you're ever done like a, you know, an ocean flood, you're just like, am I really going to do this? You know, I know that water is going to be cold, and it's a little windy outside when I get out, but uh, yeah, you're, you know, 
because that way you feel like maybe not a lot of insulation here in the body. It's going really fast. So you were going to be around the corner, you kind of get your, your heart's just pumping a little heavier, you're already running, you're trying to build as much kind of you know, energy as you can. We get to the beach, and we'll start stripping down the bathing suits, and just running that water, and it, yeah, it really hits you once you like dive into the water. Oh, you freeze up, right? Run out of the water, and it's always worth it once you're done, right? You get out of there and you're like, I did it, oh my gosh, I'm freezing, get in the car, and get down all the way. So whatever crazy other thing that you have planned for this year, right? The question I want to pose today is, man, what's worth it for 2019? Maybe there's some things you think it should be a challenge. Is it really worth it to do this? It might be painful at times. What are the things, or what is the thing to focus on in 2019? Now, obviously, everybody's talking about New Year's resolutions. Not quite going there today, but we do something a little bit different. The question again is, what would make this year awesome? What's something that you, that, that God is saying he really wants you to focus on? Here's what we're going to see in the Bible today. Is this. Guys, the way of Jesus is the way of life. It is in following Jesus that we find real life. The life that we were created to live. It is greater than anything else this world has to offer. The way of Jesus, following Jesus, having a relationship with Him, getting under the teachings of Jesus, obeying Him is the way of life, and not just for you, but for everyone around you and for the world itself. It's only the way of Jesus that is the way of life. Here's what we're going to find out. Now, this is just a once-off sermon, kind of at the end of our series that we have over, over our Advent. We're going to start a new series next week. So I thought it would be fun to look at a little book that probably doesn't get much attention. And that is the book of 2 John. I don't even know where it is in the Bible. Okay, 2 John. It's only one chapter, okay? It's barely half a page. You look at it. 2 John was written by the Apostle John. So he wrote the Gospel of John. He wrote the book of Revelation. And then he wrote this little, he wrote these three letters, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd John. And 2nd uh, John is written to a group of believers that people think is probably in the city of Ephesus where John spent probably the last years of his life. And he's writing to this little group of believers, most likely meeting in someone's house, or be a wealthy person's house, or a little bit bigger, they're going to gather in space. This little church of believers, which he's going to refer to as, as um, the, the chosen lady, or the, or the, uh, the elder lady, okay? Just kind of and he's just writing this short little, little letter to address this one letter, what he feels is important for them to know, given their circumstances in life. Okay. Quick background, let's jump in. Now, if you don't have a Bible with you, if you have a Bible, please turn to 2 John. Maybe you a second to reflect on a little bit of this. If you've got a phone, Google 2 John. If you're in the UK, you say 2 John, okay? Come on, come on, come on, come on, come Okay, love that. Okay? Alright, so 2 John, please turn there. You just want to listen. I have it open so you can look at some of this, and then I'll give you a chance in just a moment to ask some questions to some people, or to answer questions to some people around. Okay? Can you hear me? Yep. Alright, 2 John. 
the elder, the lady chosen by God to her children for my love and the truth. And not I only, but also all who know the truth, because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. Grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, Father's Son, will be with us in truth and love. Alright, I'll just give you the first paragraph. We're going to read the whole thing. I want you to turn to somebody next to you. You just heard the first kind of two paragraphs. What do you think this letter is going to be about? What is he already highlighting that you sense? Here's kind of the key to this coming. Next, we've got one minute. Go. Friday, so I go out Friday morning with my boys and collect cans in our streets and 
just a little kind of job and to start learning how to, you know, do a little bit of work and not be afraid to look a little silly. Actually, too, I'm not going to come up with that idea. Yeah, okay. All right. Thank you, everybody. It's good. Good work. And so you know, money, you know, you know, you're going to do money on Sundays, how the portions they get, you know, it's going to fall. And so we were walking along, we were kind of on our way back, and we were going to be all kind of a mess at home, our youngest, our little daughter. Down the store was walking on a beautiful day. And it's kind of walking back, holding swagging full of hands. This, this, this elderly woman and, and this, this man kind of pulled into the driveway, and they, they kind of chased us down uh, as we were heading back to our home on our, on our street. We were on the street where we were walking. And this woman, Mary, we hadn't really met her yet, but Jason was kind of wanting to meet her. Just came after us and said, Oh, you know, hey, you know, I'm so so, like, she just asked, you know, do you need help? And Jay was thinking, uh, no, I think we're okay. You know, just like, she thinks we're going to help with kids. You know, like, we're, you know, we're just carrying a wagon, we're carrying kids, and some of those are like, you know, smaller, you know, it's like, it's just there, you know? Okay? And, and she said, no, no, we're fine. We're going to bring down the air. We're going to roll them back. She said, no, no, no. Like, we need help. We need help. And so, finally, after like a couple of these, like, going back and forth, you know, she realized, like, oh, she thinks that we, like, need money. And that's what we're collecting the can. And she's like offering the like, you know, like wondering like, are we are we poor? Are we in need of money? She said, Oh gosh, no, like we're we're fine, we're just doing this, the boys are collecting cans, it's for them, you know, etc. So it was just like so nice. We ended up like walking up to their driveway and there was an elderly woman they married and her brother who lived together. Uh his name was George, we met them, just kind of talked to them a little bit, it was, it was great. So we, we come home, get the cans in the garage, the boys didn't want to take the bottle shop that day, so they for next week. And then a uh, car pulls into our driveway, then I recognize, and out pops George. And he says, I come out of the door and says, hey, George, what the hell is up? And he opens the trunk and he pulls out a, 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 a nice red LLB wagon. And it was a little red wagon. And he said, hey, I just saw this in my basement and I thought I would bring it by. I'd like you guys to bring another wagon to this, you know, overloading this whole wagon bottle. That was such a sweet thing that he's got to do for my family, right? But that's just a short, small example of loving one another in what it is about. Right? That is what the kingdom is about. Those little things like that is what Jesus is about. The power of the kingdom is happening in a little moment. Alright, so later in the day, I'm driving the bank to get a form to, to long story to get a, a escrow account set up for our tenants in the next door. And uh, I'm in a little bit of a hurry because I, you know, end of the month, I need to get this done by the end of the month. I wake up Monday, but it's good, you know, on Saturday. And we drive down the street and we, and we simply go down for bottles and cans. And the wind had blown, these stories like about fashion days, sorry. Uh, the wind had blown this woman's stuff across the road. So she's out there, I think she's like in her pajamas, like trying to pick up all these cans before the guys come and just trash. And it was just all over the place. And so at that moment, you know, you're in a rush, you're just kind of, I just want to kind of like blow right through it, right? And it's like, hey, sorry, right? And her just not look, you know? But I tell the Lord to say, what is this about? What are we doing here? So I just pulled over, I got out of the car, and I just started helping her clean up. I said, hey, you know, I live down the street, you know, blah, blah, blah. Helping the government, which is really thankful, and the neighbor ended up coming over and helping us too. Kind of a fun soul, our neighborhood moment, right? And so that's not a rhyme and hero story. That's just that so often I'm not the hero, right? I want to just blow through because I've got things on my list that I need to check off. But that is not the way of Jesus. 
I read the gospel of Jesus is always stopping for the one. Our mind, the way of following Jesus is a life of loving one another as Jesus has loved us. As I mentioned earlier, right? Washing the feet of other people. That's what this is about. That's what the way of Jesus is about. As we're looking about 2019, the things that we often want to focus on are not really that. Accomplishing things, tasks, right? It is being a left brain kind of, you know, want to get them done. It's really all about relationships. That is the way of Jesus. That's, God, that's the way of real life. It's not about the fun experiences that you have. Those are going to Jesus. It's not maybe about all the different things that you want to accomplish. God is most concerned about the relationships in, in your life and how you are going to live with that love. This is good. Want more of this? That's the way of Jesus. It's about love. Kind of about love, so I got a third story. I don't think that's Okay? Get excited. Alright, so last, last story about that, okay? So, Jay started this thing where we're living in Asbury Grove, where our boy just loved the trash truck, okay? We got trash truck DJs for Christmas. We got these new trash truck t shirts and they go out of the and go, look, look, guys, we got a trash truck. Okay. So, every week, Jay just started like digging into the guy. The guy would come through and we just would start handing out the treats, you know? So, we were in the grove, we just got to know these guys, and Giuseppe and Daniel and uh, Jonel, that's his personal favorite. And uh, they ended up being able to, like, I get to operate the trash truck, you know, the trash truck would get back and forth and do that, you know? Building relationships with these guys. And if you invite them to step in church, you pray for your step in, they don't come someday. Okay? So we'll see. It's awesome. Oh, sorry, two months. Right there. Sorry, okay. I'm usually not there. Okay, you can Okay? Two months. Sorry. Anyway, we started doing that. We moved to Ithbury. We started doing the same thing. Seeing the trees, you know, just trying to get to know these guys. So yesterday in the morning, I was the boys, stuffing bags of cookies for the guys, and we didn't get And so uh, the boys were out in their beds, getting ready for a nap. And she may not have, may not have thought about, or probably you know, um, this was a busy week for them. So, you know, she was a recycling guy, because of all the cargo. So the trash guys came through about the normal time, and the recycling guys were probably like three hours later than they usually are. It was a long day. And so, they came rumbling through the boy group event, and Sam comes sprinting out of his bed, and there's not a lot to do, and they're running in down to Wesley's room where Jay's helping Wesley and settle his bed, and Jay's a little bit. You know, man, I said, you know, my God, I'm here, you know? And so, they all run downstairs, they grab the bags of cookies, they go outside, and they, and they start talking to, to, uh, to Max, who's driving the truck, and uh, Oscar's on the back. And they just stopped and chatted with my kids and my wife for a few minutes. Now, that may seem like a small thing, but, but they were three hours behind already. It's a long day for them. But guys, that's what life is about. It's about loving the people around us that are in our lives. It's about recognizing them. It's about seeing them as a human being that God loves. It's put in your life for a reason. You have an opportunity to love them. And so it's just a holy moment right there. For the trash guys and have my family for us to bless them. We pray that God open doors for us to share the gospel with them. We invite them to church. Yeah. Right. God's got their number. Okay? Wonderful God. Every time they bless my kids, they are guaranteed a blessing because they're blessing God's children. Right? 
Chemical water, that's 25. There, don't want any of that. That's the Bible. Okay? Alright, so that's the way of Jesus, guys. The way of Jesus is love. It's about loving one another. I'm just trying to be real mindful of time here. Okay. Let's keep reading. Verse 7. I say this because many deceivers who do not acknowledge Jesus Christ as coming in the flesh have gone out into the world. Any such person is the deceiver and the antichrist. Notice, just throw that out there. Any such person is the antichrist. You talking about one person there? Okay, just read the Bible, you make your own conclusion, okay? Watch out that you do not lose what we have worked for, but that you may be rewarded fully. Anyone who runs ahead and does not continue in the teaching of Christ, oh, Lord, this is not of God. Who runs ahead and does not continue the teaching of Christ is not of God, Lord of mercy. Or continues in the teaching as both the Father and the Son, and I don't want that mission, but also Holy Spirit. If anyone comes to you and does not bring this to you, do not take it into your house or welcome them. Anyone who welcomes them shares in their wicked work. Now here's why this is important today. Guys, there's a lot of there's a lot of messages out there. That are contrary to what I'm saying today. The way of Jesus is the way of life. That's not what you're going to hear on the radio. That's not what you're going to get as you're watching TV. Now, most of you are not, but the situation that's happening here, there's probably some false teachers that were traveling around and kind of, you know, mooching it off of people's hospitality and then teaching incorrect doctrines, maybe things that people just they kind of wanted to hear to gain popularity. It's a scam, it's a money deal, right? They're just trying to tell people what they want to know, kind of insert themselves in this little Christian sect and take advantage. And people's hospitality, hospitality, and that culture. So John's not saying anti hospitality message, he's not saying that at all. He's saying, do not support people that are preaching a message other than Jesus. What they're doing is they're, they're denying the incarnation, what we just celebrated at Christmas. And how many of the messages that you are receiving? They are denying that same message. They're telling you over and over again, maybe in subtle or direct ways, what life is really about and what the way of life really is. And I'm telling you this morning, the way of life is in the Son of God, Jesus of Nazareth, who was born of a virgin, who lived a life, releasing heaven everywhere he went, who was put to death on a cross by wicked men, but God raised him from the dead. He's now seated at the right hand of the Father, orchestrating the invasion of heaven to earth. He's going to come again to judge the living and the dead. And he's given us his spirit to live the same life that Jesus lives. That's the real message. And so what we need to know today is that this is the true way of life. Our culture and the enemy want you to doubt that real life only comes through Jesus. Guys, there's no other life out there. There's no other hope for the world. There's no one else that will give us the power to love the way that God loves. Who would even love his own enemies. Who would even love the people that put him to death. Church tradition says that, that, that many of the Pharisees actually came to know Jesus after, you know, after the death. God would extend his grace even to death. God, I'm asking you to release the conviction of this truth. Jesus is the way that you see the life.
what to the Father about commitment, that the good news of the gospel is the good news that your neighbors need to hear. That Jesus has the power to transform your life and to give things that their hearts are really longing for. Guys, that's the message of the Bible. It's good news. And it's the truth. And that's why in this book, over and over, John is using that word truth. He wants them to continue walking in the truth, to not let go of this book, to get their lives underneath the teaching of Jesus and say, you know what? The Bible says it. I believe it. And that settles it. People need Jesus. He has life. He's got power to heal them physically. He's got power to set them free from depression, from anxiety. He has the power. Jesus has power. There's stories over and over again of Jesus doing the most wonderful things anyone has ever done. And we get to do that too. Come on. I'm getting carried away. Parents, tell me to wrap it up. Okay? So how do we do this? How do we do it? How do we live the way of Jesus, the way of love? How do we, how do we remain confident that, that this really is true? You know, maybe you're here today and you're not convinced of that. What do we do with this? Well, the first thing I want to say is this. Notice the last, let's read the last two little paragraphs here. Verse 12. I have much to write to you, but I do not want to use paper and ink. Instead, I hope to visit you and talk with you face to face so that our joy may be complete. The children of your sister, who is chosen by God, send their greetings. Probably another church. So he's using this family language. Well, here's the first thing, guys. You be a part of a family. He's longing to see them face to face, to share life with them. He's giving them greetings from another church, as we have churches in the area and nationally that we partner with. Right? Guys, the first thing we got to know is we need to share life with one another. We need to encourage each other, to build each other up in God. And look, there's another piece there too, right? In the, going back to the first paragraph. Whom I love in truth, and not I only, but also all who know the truth. You've got a family here, but your family is a really big family. If you're a follower of Jesus, there's probably a billion or two people that are part of your family. That call Jesus Lord. It's one body. Right? That's why we're willing to partner with other churches in the area. We don't have a corner on the truth. Right? We're just part of the truth. We're underneath the truth who is Jesus. Right? So that's the first encouragement I have for you today. How do we live this out? How do we live a life of love? we got to do it together. John is encouraging them. He's trying to connect them to the larger body. He's trying to connect them to another church. He wants to come and connect with them. We need each other. And here's the last thing. He says, grace, mercy, and peace from God the Father and from Jesus Christ, the Father's Son, will be with us in truth and love. Grace, mercy, and peace will be with us. He's speaking to them confidence that God will be with them. He's got grace for you, which is the power to do what is right. He's got mercy every time you screw up and forgiveness for all your sins. And he's got peace, meaning peace resting in your heart, that you feel at peace, but also the shalom of God, which brings heaven to earth. That's a great package, grace, mercy, and peace, isn't it? Power to do what's right, forgiveness of sin, and peace, releasing heaven on earth. It says it will be with us. As we lay hold of that in faith, guys, it's going to happen all around us more and more. 
we're laying hold of God's grace. We're laying hold of his mercy. We're laying hold of the peace that is available to us. It's believing that and knowing that confidence that God is in us. That confidence is there. Over and over again, as you read the Bible, it's just trying to get that truth in our minds, right? The Bible says, renew your mind and it will transform you. We're believing the truth. We're getting rid of lies. And the last statement is this. Because of the truth which lives in us and will be with us forever. The power is that God is in us. The power is in the truth of the gospel. That Jesus didn't just forgive our sins on the cross, although he did that. In his resurrection, and then in sending the Spirit, he also made us one with God. And put his very Spirit in us. So that Peter goes so far as to say that we are partakers in the divine nature. We are a people who live with God, who walk with God, who are led by His Spirit because His Spirit is in, uh, inside of us. That is how we're going to live a life of love. It's developing a relationship with the Holy Spirit who enables us to relate to Jesus and the Father. It's about a relationship. I know, I always want a formula because I'm a math guy. God keeps telling me, it ain't, that's, that's not how it works, Brian. It's not follow these steps and then you get to be a better Christian or be more loving to your family you need a relationship with Jesus. So here's how we're going to close today. Can I get six people to come up here and help me pass these things out? I need three on pens and three on these little pamphlets. Brian, can you get these to two other, just divide those in sections of three, and then we'll do one person for each kind of section. And then let's get some paper. Tony, you got that side? Who wants to pass out the middle? There are some pens in your row, so, and if you don't need a pen, and then... Jim, you want to do those papers on that side? Dina's got the middle. So, <clears throat> all right. What I want to do is I just want to, this, this is a little handout that uh, is from actually the leader of our movement. It's very simple and basic, but uh, this guy named Jimmy Seibert developed this. It's not, I mean, it's not like this. It's awesome. Very basic. It's called Rolls. He calls it Rolls and Goals, but it's kind of like a rule of life. So what I want to do is, hey, if we're talking about the way of Jesus is the way of life, I want to give you a chance to let Jesus have a, a chance to speak into all the different parts of your life. How am I going to walk with God in this new year? How am I going to love God? And how am I going to love the people around me? So I'm going to have the band come back up. They're going to give you just two or three minutes instrumental music for you to engage with the Lord and actually do something. And guys, this is the most important part of the service right here. Let me just say is you walking out of here not saying, wow, great message, Brian, but saying, here is what I am going to do as I live in a relationship with Jesus and try to love the people around me. I just did the classic thing you're not supposed to do as a teacher, which is pass things out and try to talk to people at the same time. <clears throat> you guys tracking with me right now? Just a little basic way for you to say, God, how are you calling me to walk with you in this new year, to relate to you, to be led by your spirit? How are you calling me to love other people in all these different areas of my life? And just to mention, it's a, there's a front and a back, okay? I'll give you a couple minutes. You're not going to be able to finish this in that time. But, I, but my, my hunch was just if you start it right now, you, you may be tempted to do this later on this week as you look about New Year's resolutions. My encouragement is forget New Year's resolutions. Set a rule of life for this quarter, these next three months. Get some things practically down. You say, hey, these are some goals that I want to set for this year. Holy Spirit, you help me. So I'll give you a couple minutes to do this, and then we're going to close in one song, all right?
Okay, so we're going we're gonna to start singing. You're free to still sit, but you're also free to worship. I apologize. I guess I did not make enough of those copies. I was expecting a little bit of a smaller crowd. It's going to be December 30th is the least attended service of the year. Okay, there you go. I don't know it all, okay? So I apologize. If you want one of those, we'll try to get one out maybe in the weekly email if you want a copy of that, okay? Hey, one more thing before we sing. I just want to say, hey, if, if you're here today and you've never put your faith in Jesus, if you don't, we wouldn't say you have a relationship with God or that you, that you know God, you can do that right now. It's as simple as just saying, help Jesus. Or Jesus, forgive my sin. I want a relationship with you. You can do that right now and, and enter into a relationship with God where you know God and he's known by you. You know him. It's an amazing thing that Jesus has done. We'd love to explore more of that with you. So if that's you, please talk to somebody. We would love for you this morning to say, Jesus, I want to know you. All right, let me pray, and then we're going to sing. And if you want to stand, you can. Lord Jesus, we love you. We thank you for what you've done on the cross. We pray that you would just convince us more and more that your way, that following you, that living life with you is really the only way of life. So Holy Spirit, come, even as we, we plan for the new year, as we engage with you, speak to us, fill our hearts with hope for this year. Thank you, God. We love you. Amen. Let's sing.